little girls. This seems to say. Do you? Do you? But Robert Ford would only lay on the floor and look at the ceiling, the light going out of his eyes, before he could find the right words. What you think I'm okay then. Okay then. Okay then. Whatever are you doing? Hello and welcome to Spoilerama. I'm Marina Gorski. And I'm Mick Jordan. And um, today we are going to talk about Dublin Old School. Um, yes. I went to visit Mick. Okay, that's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> no. uh, we'll wait for you, Mick. Go on. Sorry, I just had notes that I wanted to Very unorganized. Back. You carry on. I went to visit Mick and Kells. And he decided to take me to his basement and tie me up. No, I'm joking. He decided to take me to... I'm going to have some fun <laughs> editing this. The cinema in Navin, the Diamond. And we went there to see Dublin Old School, as I mentioned. And it was a great experience. It was a lovely cinema. Did you enjoy the cinema? Yes, I did, actually. How much was your popcorn? Because I noticed you got a big bucket of it. I've never... I didn't get a big bucket. I well, got medium. Oh, was that medium? Yeah. It was a lot. It wasn't actually. It's actually quite a small box. Okay. For a medium. Anyway, um, <laughs> I would know. <laughs> I'm always getting popcorn in the cinema. And um, the staff were lovely and my popcorn was about five quid. With all a right. drink. Which was actually yeah, so very good. Yeah, so all in 10 euro. Yeah. Which is what it costs when I go on Saturday, on Friday for the whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Smaller popcorn again. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, so what did you think of the film? I really enjoyed it. Um, I was in two minds at the start. I was expecting to enjoy it. And then for the first 20 minutes or so, I said, oh, okay, I'm not really getting into this because it didn't seem to be going in any direction. And for a lot of that, that was most of the way. You did wonder, like, what is the actual story of it? Is yeah. it going somewhere? Is there it just seemed like a series of yeah. monologues and events mm-hmm. and so on. Um, but it, after a while, you just got caught up in it. Yeah. You just got to know the characters, the setting and so on. And some of it was very moving. Yeah. The confrontation with his brother at the end was yeah. really good. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah like I the two of them were so, so good in their performances. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the way it shows their kind of lifestyle because mm-hmm. there is a lot of that. Yeah. Going on. We have friends that have that sort of lifestyle, like I think. Drug crazed. <laughs> Not drug crazed, but kind of like partying. Not only that, but like moving from place to place, like from friend's house and this, and then you know, and then having the drugs as well. We know a few people (laughs) in in that um, that do that kind of stuff. Anyway, um, and I really liked the way they portrayed that life because it is quite true. And yeah, it it did get a little bit tiring at at some stage. I'm like, oh, are you really doing this again? Yeah, there's like, so much drugs in yeah, it. Yeah, you're kind of like, oh, just calm down. <laughs> and, you know, just the fact that, they, that he didn't never, never had money on him. It's like, how do you live? <laughs> like, you have to have some kind of change in your pocket. Um, 
but other than that, I thought it was great, and it was great recognizing places. Well, in the yeah, film. you kept saying there's accents, <laughs> there's yeah. the international, and all this, right? And then trying to work out, you're trying. I think that's rage. I didn't have to work out anything. I recognized the well, places everywhere. No, you weren't sure about rage records. You said that's rage, and then you said no, it's not. Yeah, but I never went. I think I never did that. Okay, so you made definite statements that were wrong. Well, one of them. Okay. Right. Well, we, we I knew all the other places. God, you're so gr- aggressive as a host as well. I know. <laughs> Film had too much effect on yeah. you, didn't it? I, it did. Yeah, I'm right. getting in the in the mood. <laughs> well, I did. I would agree on that basis. Oh, I thought yeah, there's too much drugs. That's what I felt. It's like, oh, it's going to be like this all the time. Every like, like as well as that, I thought, are they going to be swearing all the time? Which obviously I don't object necessarily to it. But when it's just too much. That it doesn't seem real for people yeah. don't actually talk like that. But there wasn't even that. No. Every time this war, it was accurate. Yeah. Like you felt they weren't doing it for the sake of a script. This is the way people talk. Yeah. And this is the way people behave. And some of it was very funny. Yeah, absolutely. There was the, the humor in it was really good. Like if it, when he comes back to the house being raided and the guards are there. Yeah. Even that, like it was tense and it was still funny yeah. at the same time. And it was just so almost resigned to it. Oh, another raid sort <laughs> of attitude about it. But I loved, I loved the scene where they meet the other guy who's stoned, who is so like out of his head. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you go- I can see you through my eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, your eyes are open. <laughs> and he's with that for a while. He goes, are they closed now? now? <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. And that was, again, I haven't come across that, but you could recognize it. Yeah. That this yeah. would happen. Yeah. And I mean, I certainly recognize bits of it of like I've never obviously been into drugs or anything like that. But certainly I would go on sessions when I was younger, drinking sessions and waking up the next morning on the floor somewhere and going, yeah. what the hell happened or whatever. Yeah, like that. So yeah. that sort of thing. Like kind of Very recognizable. Yeah. 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 And then adapting to, oh, yeah, yeah. I was on a session last night. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So all that made sense. Like it, it wasn't even that you are annoyed with these people for doing all this. It was a case of. Just go with the flow. Yeah, because that is the lifestyle. That is yeah. their lifestyle. And the raves and all that. That is what they do. And mm. mostly in raves, that is the, you know. Well, this, you drugs. said at one point, I hate rave music or whatever. No, I don't like house of music. I don't like techno. Yeah. Um, to quote Eminem, no one listens to techno. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just, I just don't, personally, I don't like that lifestyle. Oh no! Wouldn't well. No, I, but I not just even make not even appealing. partying, not even partying, and all that. I am a very granny person. I love my nights in with a pizza, or even okay. reading my book, <laughs> watching a film. <laughs> so many grannies sit. Yeah, my wild, pizza. my wild night out is when I decide to have popcorn and sweets at the cinema. That's my wow. wild night out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm really going all out, <laughs> and and not and choosing not to share with anyone. Um, yeah, but that's not not that's not wild night. Yeah, that's just every <laughs> night. That's just me, um, and I I don't like the idea of raves. Not that the idea of raves. I just think for some reason it gives me a weird feeling. Raves, as in fear. Not even or that, but it just gives me a little no. Blah. All right. Well, I, I mean, I can because I do like the music to an extent, and yeah, I, I know love. you do. You're weird. Yes, that's true, but. <laughs> I could, I, but I never was part of it. I said, well, I was too old for it by the time it really came on. But it's just, I can imagine the whole way of, like when they were at that party in the in the woods in Wicklow and they're just going mad and let's trash the gaff or whatever. Yeah. And the, the flashing lights and so on. Yeah, I'd love that. 
I'd love to have been part because I used to remember when in school discos. Well, it's discos when I used to go as a kid. They had uh, strobe lights. Yes, discos. <laughs> we discos, but they had strobe lights. Do they have strobe lights anymore? Or are they banned now because they can provoke epileptic fits? Like strobe lights, where I know, I when know, the yeah. lights are on the audience, everyone looks as if they're moving in slow motion. Yeah, it, I, they still do. I think. Okay, because they they were banned certainly for a I while. I like those lights. I think yeah. they're very cool. In with the parties, music playing, parties, yeah. Look, listen, I do go to parties. I do go out dancing. You're with a my party friends girl sometimes. Sometime, yes, but I don't like. I'm claustrophobic. You see, so I don't <laughs> like the situation of being in a dark room with loads of people crammed and okay. not being able to move. And then those lights. It's just like, oh my god, this is a nightmare. Um, it's like I've been selected into <laughs> being tested. You know, those kind of scientific research. It's like, nah, no. <laughs> oh. Okay, <laughs> you don't need drugs at all. Your just mind goes mad. <laughs> yeah. You go on a trip all in your own. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else added in? So I'll show you what so, I take. So Marina is there in the middle of a rave. I'm floating. <laughs> I'm in this. So what's she taking? <laughs> Nothing at all. Popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> she had some popcorn and coming sweets. in and sweets. <laughs> it's a wild night. She heart. combined the two. Yeah. Uh, it's sugar and salt. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, d- I don't know. It's just, I just don't like the, the whole, even when they said like the whole thing of let's trash the gap yeah. and then everyone just went mental. I love to be doing that, but actually trashing the gap. <laughs> I love to just, you know, make the mess, but not really be jumping like, doof, 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 yeah, doof, doof. no, I just don't like that. Okay. I just showed Mick what I would be like. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's going to haunt me for quite some time. <laughs> Far more than the film. But well, anyway, the film is great. I actually really, really like And I love... What gave me a really good feel, feeling about the film is it reminded me a lot of Circle Sessions because yeah. of the poem at the start and throughout it, especially in scenes of the brothers. Right. And, you know, when they were taught, like spoken word kind of yeah. kind of thing. And it was really lovely. And I really, it was, really liked it. It was beautiful yeah. because it was yeah. very subtle. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't it was just sudden in your face. Yeah. Like you just let it flow. You weren't even aware of it. Yeah. A lot of the time he's, it's as if he's narrating what's going exactly, on. And then you yeah. see he's yeah. actually talking in verse. Yeah. But I thought what was really good when they did that was when he's making out with his girlfriend. Yeah. And then she says some of it. Yeah. Like the whole thing is he's talking about their relationship and then she has something to say. But it's again, yeah. it's on the soundtrack. It's not there. That was spectacular. I just would say, oh my god this is really that's when you really were aware of yeah. it yeah um, so that that was a that scene was a highlight for me and then as I said the confrontation between the two brothers yeah. towards the end where they really have it out with each other and it goes on for a long time and it's again you're just watching it observing oh, yeah they're talking and then suddenly yeah. oh my god you're really just sucked right into the whole yeah. relationship it was really good oh no it's, it's it's fantastic and even the way they were saying even at the end when they were joking I love the bit when they were joking sitting waiting for the bus I think it was mm-hmm. at the bus stop oh, yeah. and they were saying yeah I blame the parents <laughs> and I thought that was that's brilliant so yeah. <laughs> and they, they described their parents yeah. as being the rotten too bastards loving, yeah. <laughs> too loving and looked after them what did they expect was going to happen <laughs> so yeah it was very good dry yeah. humour the yeah. whole way uh, yeah so anyway what's your score um, I'll give that four stars yeah, I'd give, it, five, I give yeah. it nine. I mean, do you see film. it traveling outside of Ireland, though? I'd say probably England would. Yeah, they'd recognize yeah. it a lot. Um, I don't know if 
the Americans would even understand what they're saying. Yeah, did you find that? No, I do because I know. Yeah, your hair is on and off at this stage. Um, But if I showed it to my friends who speak English in Brazil, they'd be like, what are they saying? Yeah. Like, what the hell? There's a lot of slang as well. So they'd be like, what's going on? So I I think there is the language barrier, well, the accent barrier. Well, that's it. Like when Train Spotting was released in America, it had subtitles. Oh, I didn't know. Well, the, when I saw Train Spotting, I needed help, and my dad needed help. Right. Well, that's because it's a very thick accent. Yeah. yeah. So, but Train Spotting was a big success worldwide, and this is yeah. there's certainly a lot of references to Train Spotting, I'd say, in there. But it's still it's its own film. I d- this yeah. is what I'd be afraid of people saying, "Oh, it's an Irish Train Spotting," and it's not. It's a it's different animal all, altogether. No, yeah. Yeah. So, going to our challenges then. Um, do, would you like to start or would I go? Well, you're hosting. You decide. You control the whole Where thing. Where can you go? What LGBT film did you see that I challenged you? Well, I decided to watch a documentary. This time. Because uh, I went to... Okay. I was I went to... And I, there was a film there called I Am Divine, which I wanted to... I was going to watch. And Should it's isn't a film about me? It's a film about... I a, Am Divine. Yeah, it's a film, about, a documentary about <laughs> a 20 stone transvestite. So yeah, if you want to identify with that, fine. But I will watch it again because I, I Divine was someone I always really liked back in the 80s. Um, but it's but on the same level. There's a famous, there's a famous trans, uh, yeah, trans here in Dublin called Davina Divine. Probably inspired by him. And you've, seen her. Her, you've seen her in The George and she she's like a Beyonce kind of looking okay and she's fantastic I think she was actually one of the main people in Pride last right. week um, well they re- well I didn't see This Is Divine <laughs> yet yeah. but I, w- I will be watching it because I just like Divine but what I watched instead was Tab Hunter Confidential which Tab Hunter was a classic leading man of the 50s in the Rock Hudson mold um, he was being molded to be the new Rock Hudson at the time like he was this very clean cut all American guy and the leading man in all all these 50s films but he was um, gay which again obviously had to kept quiet the whole time and this is basically about it was I thought it was just going to be about that experience about having to stay in the closet but no it was just more about his life and he was just a really fascinating man he's in his 80s it was like he was interviewed it's a film about him talking about his life and now he says he just doesn't care about anything anymore he's very happy in his life so he's not interested in pursuing industry or anything like that but the point of it was like he was this typical rugged leading man of the 50s and had to date all these beautiful film stars who all knew he was gay and were actually going out like they, he was very friend they were all great friends with all these yeah. people but most of them he said were going out with him so they could meet the other stars that they were actually interested in yeah who they it ended up with it was kind of just like a, a facade kind of thing yeah like it was just yeah we're going as a front yeah yeah so but he was just it, it was there wasn't anything hugely controversial in anything like he he just wasn't public about it yeah but it was just a quiet life but he was just such a nice unassuming guy even back then you could tell from the interviews with him back then he was just ordinary yeah. general guy but it's, it was basically his his career stalled in the 60s because suddenly this wasn't popular anymore Marlon Brando and James Dean and all these were coming out when I was 50s but he but that sort of character was very old fashioned and ironically he could have been like the ultimate rebel yeah because of his sexuality and his way of life and it was just a really pleasant documentary to watch and the fact that he was gay was just a minor part of it but it was still the defining part of it in a way but after a while you just didn't think of it you were just watching an interesting documentary yeah. on a film star so tap on to Confidential is what yeah. I watched 
So your challenge, my challenge was to watch a film based on a true story. Mm -hmm. And I chose Capote. Capote. Oh, yeah. Capote. Capote. Yeah. Capote. No, it's not Capote. That's his last name. It's Truman Capote. Truman Capote. Capote, I think it actually is. Truman Capote. It's not Capote. They okay. It's not Did they call him Capote then throughout? Yeah. Okay. Well, you've seen it, so you know better. Yeah. Um, and it is so good. So, so good. I was actually so sucked into that film mm-hmm. because I, I love murder. No, I love <laughs> stories of murders and crime and all that. I'm very interested in, you know, psychological of killers and that kind yeah. of stuff. And uh, stuff. <laughs> and I thought it was so moving because it was... Obviously, it was about the killing of the family in Kansas. and But it, it focused on Truman, Truman's relationship with one of the killers, Perry yeah. White. Perry White? I think it's White, yeah. Um, and it was just fantastic. Like this this relationship, because he had to, he was interviewing him and talking to him all the time and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get the story out of him. He became, they became friends. Yeah. Which is kind of unthinkable. Like you're being friends with a murderer. Someone who slit another man's throat and killed his family. Mm-hmm. It's, ju- it's just unthinkable. And, but yeah, it was so, their relationship was just so heartwarming. It was just mm-hmm. like, it's sweet. It was a sweet relationship because even the, the actual guy, now I don't know if this actually happened, this part, that the guy said, I didn't realize what I was doing until I heard the sound of his throat being slit. Okay. But well, you see, all this could be true that he said that. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is a book yeah. that Capote wrote. So um, it was like, and I can imagine these things happening with murderers. Like, they, they just wanted to go and steal money. But sometimes, you know, the way something clicks in their head and it's just, and then after they realize what they've done. Yeah. And I think that was the situation. And I think Truman saw that. And it, there's, oh, it was just, it was so like, oh my God. And obviously... Your man was sentenced to death. Him and his partner, Dick something. It was his brother, wasn't it? I think it was his brother. There no, were two brothers. No, no, no. They were two completely different all right, there was people who were in jail already, I think, and heard that this man had 10 grand in his house. Okay. So then they went over and and obviously there wasn't. So, um, yeah. Anyway, they um, it was this very moving film and very interesting. And, oh, my God, Philip Seymour Hoffman was like, unreal like you've seen him in other stuff yeah. obviously and completely different performance now unreal like the way he talks and, oh, yeah, mm. yeah, and just that little voice yeah yeah no yeah i'm writing this book now and i just i'm just, just you know and I'm just talking like this and you know talking to the killers like this and always the same kind of tone of voice he never raised his voice and then he'd mm. make some jokes and you know all that. but it was just the same kind of it it was unreal like, and you try to see, like, you know, when the actors kind of slip a little bit and, you know. Get out of character. Get out of character. It did not happen. It was absolute perfection throughout the whole yeah. film. So I really, really enjoyed it. And did you strike, um, like I was saying about his performance, or what? No, was it? Oh, yeah, the whole emotional connection between them. But, like, he's there to write a book about the two yeah. killers. Yeah. And. I can't remember so long ago, but I just remember some reviewer commenting on it that at one point he realizes in order for the book to be finished, the two men have to be executed. Yeah. The people that he has made such a or the guy he's made such a bomb with in order for his book to be a success. This guy has to die. Well, not only that, but even the the one of the detectives said to him, 
because at the start Truman says to them oh I'll get you a lawyer so you can appeal oh right yeah and the guy the actual detective said to him after a while said if they leave if they are not sentenced I blame this on you they are killers like this yeah. needs to happen it's kind of like and get you out see of the logic of what he's yeah, saying yeah get out of your own little world and even though there's the, the whole book thing you could see throughout the film that he knew this needed to be done especially after Perry because Perry left it very late to tell him the actual story of what happened that night okay because he didn't want to I think tell well, Truman yeah, he, well he just didn't want to admit it to himself probably yeah. and when Truman was listening like you could see his face just like going white basically like you know just that moment of this guy in front of me killed someone like this so cold-bloodedly yeah which is what his film was called and he did not want to admit the name of the book to to them we well, didn't tell to, them what oh, yeah. of course not, i couldn't because it's in cold blood yeah. yeah and it was just like and I, him realizing that what these guys done and that he knew that these guys needed to be sentenced and yeah this they need to, to be happen. executed yeah even though i don't think people need to be executed there's a death sentence is just I don't think it's a good thing anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's not the topic. But <laughs> these things needed to happen and that was... They need to be taken off the streets basically yeah. not released into society and again. Everything was just so, so well done. And the story is just... I want to read the book now. I really want his to read fil- it. His um, Capote's book? Yeah. Well, I mean, there, there was a film version of it. There's been two film versions of In, True Bl- of in Cold Blood. Okay. There's one made in the 50s and there was one made, a TV movie in the 80s. So, right. which is very, and it's basically, I saw, I think, I haven't seen the original one, which is a classic, but I saw the remake. And it is, it's very, because then when I saw Capote, I knew the story already of what had happened. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be interesting. You obviously wouldn't have known the story beforehand. No, no. So, just seeing There's it. There's so many in the US of things like this happening that I just, I didn't yeah. really know that. So, yeah, there you go. So, thank okay. you very much for, li- oh, no, no, we have our challenges, challenges for, for next, next week. week. So we both went to the side yeah. like that, the heads to the side. Oh dear, we have the challenges. Oh wonderful, we have the challenges for next week. Yeah. So you go first. You want to know what your challenge for next week? Yeah. Well, it's one I had mentioned to you before, but I've decided now to bring it out to the surface. Okay. I want you to watch a film with Ben Affleck in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And obviously one you haven't seen, but and it can be it can be even if he's just a small part. But okay. a speaking role, not like you find it. Right, he was an extra yeah, yeah. in Lord of the Rings yeah. or something like that. In Age of the start of yeah, his career. Yeah, career. When he's a baby, yeah. he's just there. Yeah, I watched a Ben Affleck film. So um, when he has spoken lines in. Okay, and I want you to watch a film where there is a black person as the main character. All right. Okay. Okay. Right. Interesting contrasting challenges yeah. there. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you next time, maybe with The Incredibles 2. <laughs> so excited. So oh, you're revealing what we're, what we're reviewing next week then? Yeah, we can. D- we do that. All right. We do when you're in charge, yes. No. Okay, so I'm definitely seeing Incredibles 2 next week. How many times did you week. say Tilly in the, in the last episodes that we were going to watch? Yeah, that. but that was running jokes. I knew you'd never no, watch. And no. I never. I don't think I said it in the episode. No, you did. I said it on the you Facebook did, page. You and do you uh, listen to our episodes again? I listen to I know. <laughs> Okay, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> I've been Marina Gorski. I've been Mick Jordan. <laughs> Collapsing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs>